Happy Easter, everyone. The Lord is risen indeed. Welcome to Breaking Open the Word, the Sunday edition of the God Minute. I'm Father Michael. Beloved of God, today marks the greatest festival of our liturgical year, Easter Sunday. We've waited for 40 days and 40 nights for this great celebration. And the gospel chosen for us by the church is taken from the 20th chapter of John's gospel, verse 1 through 9. So before we hear the word, let's place ourselves in God's presence, quieting our hearts and our minds, and opening our ears to listen for the word that God has to speak to us today. On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning, while it was still dark, and saw that the stone had been removed from the front of the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, whom Jesus loved, and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloths there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there, and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed. For they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Egyptian pyramids are world famous as one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. But they're actually gigantic tombs containing the mummified bodies of Egyptian pharaohs. Makes sense. Westminster Abbey is famous and thousands visit it each year because the dead bodies of famous writers, philosophers, and politicians are entombed there. Okay. But there is a church of the Holy Sepulchre in Jerusalem, and pilgrims from all over the world visit that tomb there, which is empty, with a note at its entrance which says, he is not here. It is famous because Jesus Christ, who was once buried there, rose from the dead, leaving an empty tomb as he had told his disciples he would. Thus, Jesus worked the most important miracle in his life, defying the laws of nature and proving at last that he indeed is God. This is why we are here today and why we cry out, Alleluia, he is risen, and we have been saved. Maybe I could share with you this story that I've told many times, and I think it best helps us understand the simplicity 
and the profound impact of this great feast. It goes like this. Jeremy was born with a twisted body and a slow mind. At the age of 12, he was still in second grade, seemingly unable to learn. His teacher, Doris Miller, often became frustrated with him. He would squirm in his seat, drool, and make grunting noises. At other times, he spoke clearly and distinctly, as if a spot of light had penetrated the darkness of his brain. Most of the time, however, Jeremy just irritated Mrs. Miller. One day, he limped to her desk, dragged his bad leg behind him, and then spoke. I love you, Miss Miller, he exclaimed, loud enough for the whole class to hear. The other students snickered, and Doris's face turned red. She stammered. Why, that, that's very nice, Jeremy. Now, now please, uh, take your seat. Well, spring came and the children talked excitedly about the coming of Easter. Doris told them the story of Jesus, and then to emphasize the idea of the new springing forth of life, she gave each of the children a large plastic empty Easter egg. Now, she said to them, I want you to take this home and bring it back tomorrow with something inside that shows new life. Do you understand? Yes, Miss Miller, the entire class responded. Enthusiastically, of course, all except for Jeremy. He listened intently, or so it seemed. His eyes never left her face. He did not even make his usual noises. Had he understood what, he had, what she had said to him about Jesus' death and resurrection? Did he understand the assignment? Perhaps she should call his parents and explain the project to them, just in case. Well, that evening, Doris got home and was busy about the things around the house and preparing a vocabulary test for the next day. She completely forgot about phoning Jeremy's parents and telling them about the assignment. Well, the next morning came. 19 children came to school laughing and talking as they placed their Easter eggs in this large wicker basket on Mrs. Miller's desk. It seemed like it was going to be a great day. Well, after they completed their math lesson and that vocabulary test, it was time to open the now-filled empty eggs. In the first egg, Doris found a flower. Oh, yes! A flower is certainly a sign of new life, she said. When plants peek through the ground, we know that spring is here. A small girl in the first row waved her arm. That's mine, Miss Miller. That's my egg, she called out. Very good. The next empty egg shell contained a plastic butterfly, which looked very real. So Doris held it up. We all know that a caterpillar changes and grows into a beautiful butterfly. Yes, that's another sign of new life. Little Judy smiled proudly and said, Miss Miller, that one is mine. Next, 
Doris found a rock with moss on it. She explained that moss too showed new life. Billy spoke up from the back of the classroom. My daddy helped me with that, he beamed. Then Doris opened the fourth egg. She gasped. The Easter egg was empty. Surely it must be Jeremy's, she thought. And of course, he did not understand the instructions. If only she had not forgotten to phone his parents. Oh, she felt horrible. But because she did not want to embarrass him, she quietly set the egg aside and reached for another. Suddenly, Jeremy spoke up. Miss Miller, aren't you going to talk about my Easter egg? Oh. Flustered, Doris replied, but Jeremy, your Easter egg is empty. He looked into her eyes and said softly, yes, but Jesus' tomb was empty too. Time stopped. When she could speak again, Doris asked him, do you know why the tomb was empty, Jeremy? Oh yes, Jeremy said. Jesus was killed and put in there. Then his father raised him up. And that's how Easter started. The recess bell rang. While the children excitedly ran outside to the schoolyard to play, Doris cried. The cold inside her melted completely away. Three months later, Jeremy died. Those who paid their respects at the mortuary were surprised to see 19 Easter eggs on top of his casket. All of them were empty. May the grace and passion of our risen Lord be forever in your hearts, and may you and your loved ones be blessed this day in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. My brothers and sisters, take good care of yourselves and one another. Have a blessed Easter Sunday, and we'll see you tomorrow.